Growing your business is tough, but don't worry, we've got you covered. We interview industry experts on how they've solved their most challenging business problems in SaaS or e-commerce. No fluff, just step-by-step playbooks to help you dominate your market and crush the competition. This is the How We Solve podcast. Here's your host. Welcome to another episode of the How We Solve podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of having a good friend of mine on the show. His name is Aaron Krell. He runs a very active Facebook group called SaaS Growth Hacks, and he also helps SaaS companies get focused and accelerate growth and scale predictively. He is an awesome SaaS coach, and I'm really looking forward to having him on the show so you can learn from him. I met him a few years ago at LTVConf in London, where he gave a presentation that really blew me away. I learned about success gaps back then, which is I've been using in, in my businesses a lot, which I think you'll hear on this show as well. And we usually get to hang out at uh, fun SaaS conferences around the world, but during current circumstances, this is not happening, unfortunately. But I hope be back up and running soon. Aaron, thank you very much for being on the show. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, David. So which problem are we solving today? Because I work specifically with SaaS companies, most of the problems I solve are SaaS related, software related. And one of the biggest challenges, problems that I have seen with SaaS companies is acquiring users at scale, doing so with a low CAC. A lot of SaaS companies using paid ads and the ROI is sometimes not even there or the rate of return is like months out. So they have, you know, the cost, the CAC is like, is six months of the LTV. So the challenge is how By the way, we, for, how for do everybody you, who's listening, cost of acquisition, right? Oh yeah, sorry. CAC is cost of acquisition, LTV is lifetime value. So if it costs you $300 to get a client and your service is $20 a month, it takes you 10 months to grit that ad spend yeah. back. Like that's If, like, if the customer if stays... If the customer stays, right? And you have to have like funding in order to fill that 10-month gap, right? So how do you acquire users at scale with zero CAC and do it in a way that is predictable and scalable? So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Love it. Right up my alley. I've bootstrapped all of my businesses. So that's like, you know, definitely yeah. a show for me. And if you want to give us a little, you know, like an elevated pitch of on what you're doing, stuff I didn't mention in the intro. So yeah, yeah, sure. Else. So my main thing is I work one-on-one with SaaS founders to accelerate growth. So if, if founders are stuck at a certain level and they can't scale faster or they want to scale faster and they, they don't, know, don't know what to do, I mentor them one-on-one and implement the system that I'm going to talk about. We'll implement systems like this and build these systems into their SaaS so they can scale faster and uh, not spin their wheels and waste time. Awesome. Love it. So let's jump right into it. How do we solve this thingy? What's the first step of getting this done? Well, so the first thing is, and this is a huge, huge part of growing any successful outbound or inbound campaign, is identifying who your dream customer is. Now, you've probably heard things like ideal customer and target market and niche. And for me, none of those really like resonated with me because it always felt like I had to uncover like this person that I didn't know who it was and I had to go like find them. And over time, after working with enough SaaS founders, I've realized that there is a, the better way to do that is identify who our dream customer is. And our dream customer is someone that we know we can provide results for and that we love working with. And these can be characteristics. These can be like some company size, employee size, revenue. It can be you know, um, personality traits. Who do you want to attract? And then who do you want to repel? 
And then who can you get results for? And that's like formula. So first of all, we identify who is the dream customer? Who would you just love to work with that you can deliver results for that won't haggle on price, won't give you a bunch of issues and slap problems and you know overrun support and not pay enough and then cancel? So first of all, is identifying who is your dream. Who is your dream customer? So people can maybe self-identify. Yeah, so it's taken me a long time to figure this out. And it takes a long time to figure this out because what I found is for a long time, I never had my dream customer. I would just take customers and people who I thought I could help and I didn't really wasn't really very picky and choosy. But eventually I found clients that I really loved working with. What I found out for me, and this is different for everyone, but I love working with founders that are between 30 and 40. And there's a lot of reasons. I won't go into depth on why that's the case, but 30 to 40, I'd be happy to talk about that at some point. 30 to 40, their dads, usually families, they're usually technical founders, and which means they don't have a ton of experience with marketing. And their company has grown successfully despite them not having all these systems the marketing in place. Marketing shops. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, which means they have a good product. And they're solving good a really product, good yeah. problem. Yep. And so if I find somebody like that, and they have to be fun, they have to enjoy working, they have to enjoy like a coaching arrangement where I show them what to do and they get it done. And they have to be action takers. They have to take action even when it's hard sometimes, and they have to be okay to ask for help when they need it. That's my dream customer. Okay, perfect. So if you self-identify with this, hit Aaron up. He's awesome. Yeah, All I right. can absolutely help you if you're in that specific, <laughs> if you're my dream customer. Yeah. Cool. So you have your dream customer. What's the next thing? What do you do? Yeah. So now you have your dream customer, right? Now the second thing is to find out, instead of what most people do, which is do one-to-one marketing, right? You may be in the minority and you may have like a partnership program or something, but most companies, they go after, they feel like the way to grow their product is to start with one-to-one, find individual customers and bring them in. A lot of companies I work with have really good SEO. And so they're bringing in customers, but they don't have really any control who those visitors are, which is like, you know, I, I talk to people all the time and they're like, yeah, we have 200,000 visits a month. And our conversion rate is like, visitor to trial is like, one percent and i'm like well let's look at who your traffic is and we find out that it's not qualified traffic so it doesn't matter if you have a million visitors a month if they're not qualified if they're not good customers it doesn't really matter so second thing is instead of doing one-to-one and or using seo or whatever we go out and find groups of people or organizations or companies or influencers who've already built a group a list of your ideal customers Instead of going after one-on-one, you identify someone who has a list of 10,000 or 50 or 100,000 of your ideal users or a lot of them, and you build a relationship with them instead. Let's say you need 1,000 customers to hit your MRR goal. You have two ways to do that. One is to go after 1,000 customers, which means you'd probably have to go after 10 or 100,000 people. Thousands, yeah. It's right? shit, yeah. Thousands, because you're not going to be able to, you, let's say you convert at a 5% you're still looking at huge numbers of acquisition and exposure. With a method, I call the dream client catcher method, you go after people who've already built your list, ideal customers. So you need 10 people with a list of of 1,000. That's 10,000 or 2,000, that's 20,000. And that's on the really low end. But what's really cool is once you've identified and built a relationship with that person or company, they've already have a list of customers that they've served and those customers trust them already. So when they recommend something, the conversion rate is going to be even higher. So that's next step is going out and finding groups or resources 
We look at influencers. We look at courses that exist that are, that are serving your ideal customer. Other companies that are serving your ideal customer. One of my clients has works with accountants who serve their market, and the accountants just love referring business because because it makes them look better, and it also ha- helps their customers have more success with their accounting. So it can be pretty much anyone or anything. You can also give a kickback, right? You can also have an affiliate yeah, program exactly. where you pay them, right? Exactly, and we usually give very generous kickbacks to them, but. What's interesting about the client catcher is that the monetary value of the relationship is always secondary to the primary, which is providing value to your audience and making your partner look like the hero to their audience. Yeah. Most people don't get that. So, money is yeah. a side effect of providing value, right? Just yeah, yeah, exactly. And they may want money, they may want to make extra cash, but they're not going to do it at the risk of hurting their relationship with their users. So, first of all, you make them look better with their users, and second of all, you provide a generous referral commission. So that's the second thing is you make a list. I usually do about a hundred because you're not going to get everyone, but you can easily manage a hundred contacts. If you're building out a partnership strategy, you can't do that. If you're trying to do 10,000 people, you can easily do a hundred. And that means this is where it gets really cool. If you spend $5,000 a month on ads, right. And you, that's over 12 months. That's what 50, $60,000. Imagine what you could, let's say you cut that budget in half, 30,000. And imagine you use that 30000 to go after your 100 dream partners. What could you do to get the attention of your dream partners with $30,000? Like, think about what, I mean, you could literally fly to their location, take them out to dinner, you know, do amazing things to build a relationship with them that could turn. And all you really need is one or two really good relationships and your business has changed forever. Crazy idea because, you know, with COVID right now, you can't fly. What we did at Maxi and we sent swag bombs. So like, you know, big office, we send like 50 shirts, volleyballs, like whatever, kind of like ran, yeah. random stuff. And just like, boom, you know, like, hey guys. Here, yeah, here you, go. you call them swag bombs. It's so funny. I call them shock and awe boxes. We send, ah, we'll send like a shock and awe box with like, you know, tons of fun stuff in it. But most of like a lot of it, like gifts for the client, gifts for the prospect uh, that relate to our product and the testimonials and stuff like that. So exactly. And you can do that when you know who you're, and you really focused on who you want to work with. Cool. That's so step two. Step two ident- is identify first. We identify it's your dream customer. Then we find people who've built lists already, who have like your are working with or talking to the right audience that you have. And then third step. What's up? Third. Third step is now the third step is so you have to look at this as like building a relationship, right? Now those those of us have been in a relationship know that you can't go get married on the first date. You can't say to someone, I that happens to me all the time. People come up to me and say, hey, we have a product. We want to promote it. We'll give you 50% commission. Can we promote it to your audience? And I don't know who these people are. I don't know the product. I can't vouch for the product. I don't know if it delivers any results. And I ignore these messages all the time. If somebody came to me and said, we'll give you 75% of our product revenue if you promote it to your audience, and that's all the, the only message they sent to me, I would never respond. Because it doesn't matter how much money that I'm going to get. If I don't understand what the product is, if we don't go on a first date together, if I don't know you and know your product, I'm not going to get married to you. So that's the next step is come up with a, my mentor calls this a first date offer, which is come up with something low risk that you can provide your partner so that they can see how you work. And most of the times this is giving them your product for free and giving them a VIP white glove setup. You know, if you have a VPN, it's like, Hey, we'll move all of your sites over to our VPN for free lifetime. No. And if you love it, Maybe you consider offering it to your audience and we'll give you a special deal and, you know, 
So at MaxDN, we reached out to bloggers and we said, like, hey, back then CDN was kind of a new thing. People didn't know what the CDN was. It's like, hey, we do XYZ, would be good for your SEO and blah. You want to test it out? If you like it, you can keep on using it. Would be awesome if you write a blog post about us, you know, and this is kind of like how we build a ton of relationships. And we ended up on number three in Google for the keyword CDN after four months, you know, like. Oh, yes, okay. exactly. <laughs> Dude, you're the per- perfect person to talk to you about this because you that's what bootstrapping is. You are leveraging other people's relationships. You're being smart with your time. And I love that. That's exactly what you should be doing. And if you do this with, I mean, you can do this with bloggers. You can do it with course creators. You can do it with other products that complement yours. I mean, there's so many different ways to, we have a whole process for this. And if you just focused on one angle which is like, I want to get my product integrated into as many courses that my dream customer are taking as possible. Okay, a few other things we really knocked out of the park was um, we did an integration with W3 Total Cache, which is a WordPress caching plugin. And, you know, because people who use this plugin want their website faster. CDNs make their website faster. Integrating CDN can be a little work, but we made it, the integration so easy that they just have to plug in their API key and press a button and boom the sites on the CDN, you know, and this was like our most profitable affiliate that we had, you know, yeah. with other platforms like with PrestaShop, et cetera, just like, you know, just get integrated into the product. This was like the gift that kept on giving. It was just really good for me. Yeah. And what's, what I love about what you did, David, is that instead of doing this one, usually when people talk, talk about affiliates and JVs and partnerships, it's kind of like an icky feeling with that outside of the SaaS world, which is like, you promote my service, I'll promote yours. And then the next month, they'll promote the next thing. Next month, they'll promote the next thing. With an ideal partnership like this, you want to do a first date. But the next step is to integrate your product into theirs. So what you did was anytime somebody downloaded WP3 Cash. Toolcache, yeah. Yeah, Toolcache. Yeah. Every time somebody downloaded that tool, they get exposure to your tool for free. You didn't have to do anything. Like they did all the marketing. They did all – you leveraged their audience. And then if they signed up, did you give them a commission? Because it, when yes, they signed up, yeah, there you go. So they're making yes, more yes, money. Please. They're making more money without having to do anything. It's, it's a win-win-win cost- situation. Win-win-win. Yeah. Win. We win, they win, and their customers win. And the, the customer most important wins. thing, like them, is win. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. It's so genius what you did because everyone wins. Your CAC is zero. You have no CAC. The only CAC is when somebody buys. The affiliate commission. Yes, when somebody buys. Affiliate commission, yeah. right? Like, and that's like, who wouldn't say if I give you a customer, will you pay me percentage? Like, that's the ideal situation, right? Instead of dumping five thousand dollars into Facebook ads and not knowing well, what you're going to get back. Especially with SaaS, where like the the stuff that you're selling is, or like a virtual product, it doesn't matter. You know, if you have like some yeah. hard costs, or I have service exactly. businesses where it's like painful to pay, especially continuous affiliate commissions. But with SaaS, like you know, all day, every day. It's so much easier for SaaS than it is. And you see this happen all the time outside of SaaS too. Like you, you ever go to a local restaurant and you see all these business cards on the front, you know, like mm-hmm. promoting local services. That's like a JV partnership. They're leveraging other people's audiences. And so if you can do that successfully, you can just blow up your business. Like what you did, but if you had somebody that was working on just that full time, just partnerships, oh, and you might even have. Some. I had multiple yeah. people doing that. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Most people don't. I would, you know, if somebody said to me, "What my, should my first hire be?" You know, if I have a product is in place, customer support is in place, the product is good, I have good developers. What should my should my first hire be? I would say hire a partnership developer. Go and develop, oh, not a Facebook ad guy, 
not an Instagram person, not a TikTok influencer. You know, I've been doing this for a very long time and I've never been, it's kind of almost embarrassing, but I've never been successful with ads. I've spent, I think, multiple million dollars on ads so far, but I was never happy with the results of the ads. But, you know, always partnerships all day long, you know. So. Yeah, exactly. You know, I have friends that are doing exactly. really well with ads, you know, especially in the e-com space, but yeah. I just like, I don't know, it's not, not, my, not my cup of tea. You know, me too. I don't know if what it is. I'm just not smart enough to do ads. I don't have the patience so it's so much easier for me to go out and build. Um, you and I are relationship people, right? We're good at building relationships. We're yeah. like likable people, right? So it's fun for us to go after partners and say, hey, I love what you did with this. Can we chat? I would love to talk to you, you know? I'll send you a gift. Send you this box of swag for free. This is talk and have a relationship. That is my way of growing a business. It's much faster and easier and less risk than any other yes. medium that I found too. And so, way more fun. It's way more fun. Yeah, I told you. Absolutely. So, all right. So we identify the dream customer. We find people who build lists already. We create our first date offer. And then we, what do we do next? I guess we, the, what's the next step? That, the fourth one is integration. And we kind of already talked about this. But after you build a relationship, after you've run one or two first dates, right? You go on a few first dates with the person you're dating, right? You write a blog article for them and you talk about how you can close a success gap. You do a social post. And here's one thing, something else, guys, that you should remember. Partners are the most lazy people on earth. What I mean by that, not to mean that they're not successful, it's just that they're not going to go out of their way to write a post to promote your product to their audience. They're not going to do it. But if you present them with pre-written social media posts, pre-written emails, pre-written pretty much everything, a landing page, you know what we do is we say, you go to partners and we say, hey, I'd like to give this to you for free. And if you love it, I'd like you to give it to your, your audience for free as a gift from you. And we'll create a landing page brought to you by, you know, Aaron Crowell or David Hensel and whatever the company name is. And then the copy says, as a gift for you, David is going to provide this free training or free course or 60 days free of this tool, which you're going to love as a special bonus for just being a follower of mine, right? So you do all that for them. And then after you do those first dates, then you talk about how can you integrate your product into their service? David Yours was a brilliant example of how to integrate it within the tool and the, the actual like development side. And, but there's other ways to do it too. So if somebody signs up for your product, you can say, if anybody signs up for the pro plan, you get access to this free course provided by, that's what, I, that's what I'm, I'm doing right now. If you're a SaaS, if you're a company that services SaaS, like an onboarding tool, I have a training that you can get for free. It's called uh, the Onboarding Flow Builder, and it's how to map out your whole onboarding. I will go to onboarding tools and I'll say, hey, as a bonus, you can give this training to your audience so they have more success with your product. It's $1,500 training I'm giving you for free, and it's really good. Like It's not some cheapo, like... PDF, like it's exactly how to build an onboarding flow. And then if they want more help growing and scaling their SaaS, you got an affiliate link in there and you get a commission if they become a customer. If not, that's totally fine too. And this is success gap. So maybe elaborate on, on success gaps a little more because this yeah, is so like the concept that blew my mind. When... Yeah. So with when it comes to your customer, they come to you to solve a very specific problem. And sometimes the problem is not the same as the job to be done. So for instance, if you are a booking tool, right, you're focused on dental agencies or dentists and you help dentists manage their bookings. Managing their bookings is the job to be done. That's the job they want to get done is manage their bookings better. But why do they want to manage their bookings better? 
is because they want to grow their practice. And in order to grow their practice, there's multiple things they need to do. One of them is managing their clients better. Another one might be marketing better. Another one might be how to do better upsells. So they still need to solve multiple problems. You're only solving one on this like linear path. If there's happy face here and sad face here, and there's a line, you're solving one of the points on the line, but there's this gap to get them from where they are now to where they want to be, which is grow their practice. Now you solve one problem, but you're not going to be able to solve all the problems. You can't. You can't you're not going to be able to solve every single problem. But when you approach the dentist and say, "Hey, you know, we don't help you with how to do upsells, but we have a partner of ours who can close that success gap for you and help you grow your practice." And it might be helpful for you. And they've talked to us and we partnered with them and they're going to offer you a free training as a gift from us. And we hope you love it. Here's a link to download it, right? And so not only does it not compete, keep in mind, like on that line, they're not right on top of you. They're next to you. So they're not competing with you in any way. They're complementary, which is key. And the more of those success gaps that you can close for your user, let's say they're here and you want to get them here and you can help them with upsells. You can help them with their marketing. You help them with hiring, they look at you as the resource, the way the person that solved all their problems. Yeah. I'll just one more, like you know, from a selfish point of view, with Task Drive, one of our businesses, we do lead research for people who do outreach, right? And you know, for example, we give them their leads, we pass it to them, and if they don't know how to write proper outbound messages, if they don't know which tools to use, etc., then they'll say like, okay, this shit doesn't work, you know, even though they just, you know, they're not able to close the success gaps on their own, so we can either give them content or we can refer them to partners who then help them to mm-hmm. you know to actually succeed and then you have a way lower churn rate because people actually get the value out of the software that you have or the service exactly. that you provide that's exactly right 100% going to come up with a better example that's great very cool so to recap identify a dream customer find people who have lists already create your first date offer which I really like and then provide something for free to their audience as you know, the example of your course, which is awesome that you bundle with, with, with services, close the success gaps, and then yeah, integrate your product offer into the offering and pay them commission or not and grow. Yeah, there's a kind of, I know Etsy, that's a very high level. There's a lot more to it. But if that resonates with you, I would suggest reading a book by Chet Holmes called The Ultimate the Selling Machine. Ultimate Sales Machine. That's Sales where this machine, concept yes. came from. Yes. Ultimate sales machine. I just tweaked it for SaaS. And if you want more help with that, I've got some free stuff on my website and in my group, SaaS Growth Hacks, you can check out too. A lot of really good resources you can check out for free. So That's awesome. We're so insane. This is actually this was our next question. Any books or resources you can re- recommend? <laughs> you read my mind. You know, but. There's a lot of really good books. Ultimate sales machine is one of my favorites because it's, it's not just how to get customers, how to run a business, a billion-dollar business. I love that. As far as like SaaS-related books, I mean, if you've read any of uh, Jason Lemkin's stuff, Aaron Ross, they're all, they all have really good stuff. Most of the really good ideas that I've gotten have actually come from books and re- industries not related to SaaS, hmm. to be honest with you, because in the SaaS world, everyone's doing the same types of things stuff, yeah. in order for you to like do something... In order for you to stand out, you got to try different things. Cool example for cross-reading. A friend of mine did, uh, has a company that is creating courses for people. You know, um, like really high-end, well-produced, super high-end courses with like giant video teams, etc. And he modeled his business after the film and record industry. 
and you know, kind of like, and they, he got the ideas for like having evergreen content that you know, it's it's it really. I don't want to get into too much detail to not give away a secret sauce, but this made like such a crazy impact in, in his business, and it's yeah. I would have never thought that he can squeeze that, that much money out of this business. So it's, actually, that's great. I love that. Yeah, but Aaron, this was really awesome. This was really concise and amazing content we just launched upcoach and we're right now we're not really marketing it and i already like had in mind to kind of like do the same game as we did with, with max dn but he kind of like reinforced my belief and just like kind of really doubling down on, on partners and just like yeah. screw the rest great yeah. awesome so people can find you under aaroncrowell.io right and you yep. sh- if you're not a member you should definitely check out south growth hacks on facebook really active cool community yeah and if you want if you fit Aaron's dream customer, then definitely hit him up for for some one-on-one coaching. Sweet. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Aaron, thank you very much for being on. Appreciate it. Rock and roll. Take care, everyone. See ya. Is your sales team spending too much time researching leads and accounts? We take over all the labor-intensive sales development tasks so your team can focus on building relationships and closing more deals. We don't just build lists. We take a strategic research-based approach to find your team qualified leads every day. Ready to start? Schedule your free consultation at taskdrive.com. That's T-A-S-K-D-R-I-V-E dot com. Thanks for listening to the How We Solve podcast. Dominate your market and crush the competition with our step-by-step playbooks. Subscribe right now in your favorite podcast player or visit howwesolve.com.